millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Happy Thursday, everybody. And Happy Thursday. Particularly to you, Elizabeth Best, sitting oh, across from me. You and too, Tom Harris. And uh, it's a mini-sode of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Hello, everyone listening. Hi. In the car, um, in the gym. In your I don't earphones, know, in walking your around the block in your mandatory in the exercise. Bath. Does anyone listen to us in the bath? Uh Sometimes I listen to po- I don't listen to this podcast in the bath because that'd be self-indulgent and weird listening to myself nude. Nah. But I do listen to some pod like there've been some podcasts where I've like I have to listen, so I just put my phone on the sink and just like keep listening. So in there's the bath. a chance. There's a chance. Someone right hey, now that somebody how you doing? sitting in the bath, thinking about sexy. us and our sensual voices. Oh, we kept, we've had a couple of people write in to say that they think that we have very sensual voices, and I'm about it. Maybe they are the bath takers. <laughs> Maybe they. <laughs> and they. Hi, people in the bath. Good evening. Now, <laughs> we have a, a a story, a little mini-sode story episode for you today, where uh, Liz and I have, we've accumulated some stories from both you, our readers, and the mystical world of the internet. Correct. And unlike me, I've got a couple of, like, cute stories. Yes. That aren't like disasters. My jaw hit the floor when I first heard this, <laughs> uh, ladies like, and gentlemen. It's, it's like cute disasters is what I'm going to call them. They're cute disasters. <laughs> oh, I've known a couple of them. Okay. So do you mind if I start oh, then? Oh, please, please. Okay. Basically, my girlfriend had been pretty depressed and she was using her blog to write about all the traveling she does, shows she watches and other things that come to mind. And she was averaging maybe 40-ish views a week and around 70 if she posted on a trendy topic. Right. I'd gotten an email for $150 worth of Google Ads credits and I didn't know what else to put them into, so I figured I'd just put her blog up there for fun. Uh, good. I created an ad campaign, set the amounts to spend around $3 a day and just let it do its thing. I didn't tell her because I didn't want her to see it as like fake views or anything. Cut to a week ahead, her blog has over 300 viewers that week and even though it said a lot of them came through Google Ads, she just didn't think anything of it. And she started writing more and she seemed a lot happier and she was really excited to make posts for her followers. My ad credit ran out. Unfortunately, it was a limited time deal. And so now I have to spend $250 to get exactly the same amount of views. And now I'm in too deep to turn off the oh. ad campaign. <laughs> it's so great to see her happy, but it's costing me around $50 to $80 a month. And whenever I lower the cost of the ad campaign, she actually notices the dropping clicks and seems sad. I guess I will just keep this campaign going until I die. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think that's the only option you you can have. That's an adorable uh, disaster. <laughs> like how, like you're just doing a little thing to make someone happy, and then she she's like, and people are reading. Like Google Ads isn't fake clicks though. That's like actual people clicking. Yep, yep you're getting on her stuff. So that's real traffic. But it's really it's like, well, I guess if I want to keep her happy, I'm gonna have to pay for her happiness. It's very through sweet. Google's. It's very sweet and a very good example of 
uh, being selfless. He's not. He doesn't. He's not telling her that he's done this. He's not looking for medals. So this is a good sort of uh, highlight for a, a self, a good selfless act. Yeah. But reader, it, it's gonna cost you fifty thousand dollars to me. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> you have to eventually get out. Oh, at what point? I need to ask our producer this later. At what point do you start getting regular traffic after the Google's boosted, or does Google just like shut everything off after it? We'll talk about it after. But like, at what point? At what point will she start getting enough regular traffic that he can start decreasing the ad spend? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's really sweet, though. Ah. And I've, I've heard of similar things where. Uh, a housemate would start streaming video games, and the housemate would watch him, and but not no, but not know, and help knock his numbers up. So I, uh, I think if you have, I call, a t- I call that ninja nurturing. <laughs> yeah, because like Let's I know, that. I know, like I've had partners who don't like being helped, but I get joy from doing a little thing that makes them a little bit happier. And so sometimes I'll just do a thing and just let it be discovered, and then it makes them happy, and then I just go along yes, my way. Yes, it's beautiful. Ninja and nurturing, everybody, especially if you come from a place of not wanting any recognition for no. it you don't it's a completely anonymous yep. thing that's beautiful yay cute. i know unlike me what's happening <laughs> it's a cute disaster it's got disaster in it yeah. so <laughs> we're, we're kind of safe there what um, have we got mr harris i'll bring you a little one have you ever been on this date let me ask you that you ever been on the date with this man oh god he took me to an italian restaurant and engaged the waiter in an eternity of clueless wine talk oh no i'm already out of that date <laughs> Before ordering a bottle, at which point he was carded, and for our our American readers, and busted for using a fake ID, he was 23. Uh, I was 23, and the guy insisted that I should still drink while he had Diet Coke. So I think this is in America. So he's younger than 21, she's 23. So he's gone in, first of all. Being cocky about booze and then he gets carded. Oh, bless your angel baby face. All the tables (laughs) were super close together on the floor. Oh, see, now I'm just like, COVID, that's a violation. (laughs) That's that's all right. It's all right. Um, Super close to you on the floor and the couple at the next table laughed at him and kept toasting him with their wine glasses. Oh, that's me. I felt sorry for him until later when he surprised groped me in the parking lot. Oh, yep. Yep. And when I didn't want to kiss him, he asked me if I was a lesbian. I said, um, yes, yes, I am. And he drove me home without saying another word, but every once in a while randomly chuckling evilly to himself. So a bit of a, a couple of odd ones there. No, look, there was a couple of times where I felt sorry for him, but then, yeah, like... But uh, it's quite the move to go to a restaurant underage and... Don't be cocksure come out, about Come out swinging about the wine. Oh, no. No one knows anything about wine. I don't like wine. wine snobs anyway. Like, I, well, actually, that's not true. I, I appreciate wine snobs because I know nothing about the wine, but if you're just going to sit there and be like, <laughs> with the sommelier, then get mm, out. Yes. I, I don't want it to be a, a fucking dick-measuring contest over wine, like how much you know more than the sommelier. Wine's None delicious. Put it in your mouth. Yeah. Pretty, if it's got booze in it, yeah, give it to me. Hook it to my veins. <laughs> and we're doing to coffee what we did to wine long ago and I don't like it. Coffee now yeah. is it's, it's all notes and yeah. No, anyway, blah blah blah. It's a different into gripe for a different podcast. Artisanal probably. bullshit. That's what I call that. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on a t shirt. All right. I've got another funny relationship thing that doesn't it's disaster, but it's cute disaster. Bring it on. My boyfriend is a professional photographer and has been doing a series of photo composition and editing videos during lockdown. I'm not really great with technology and I've always had Android products, so I didn't realize that any text that I sent to my boyfriend's iPhone 
would also show up as notifications on his Mac during his stream. Ah. I was feeling a little bit frisky and I sent some naughty messages, including photos, which then showed up while he was sharing his screen for all the world to see. Mm. As he was focused on the stream, he didn't even register the issue until people began to giggle or look horrified. Safe to say that the students in his class saw way too much and it was more than slightly embarrassing. It's so much yeah. worse for him though, because <laughs> it's his student. Uh, who is it though? Like she's just like, wait, cool. So all those students just saw minuti bits. Yeah, like, it's bad for both. Like it's hilarious. It's oh god, yeah. It's hilarious. That's, ex- that's accepted. But I've also like on my because I get the shits when I get notifications on all my devices. So I've turned basically. I only want them on my watch and my phone. So I don't get text notifications on my iPad anymore. I don't right. like it. Disable that shit. With good reason. Because, like, also the number of stories that I read where people found out, not that I'm going to be cheating, but where people found out that people were cheating because text showed up on their iPad or whether they sent a private message to someone and their kid who was looking at the iPad then found it out. Just disable your iPad from being able to get text messages if you ever share that iPad. It's like when you're in the library, you log out of everything before you leave. Like, make sure that your iPad, if someone else is touching your iPad, log the fuck out of everything. Oh, those poor people. I know. Or those, go- I mean, they got a treat. Yeah, <laughs> it's bonus s- content. The students. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Have you got another for us? Yeah, I've got another one. Uh, just another short one, I suppose, before we wrap up. Have you ever been on this date? I'll, <laughs> I'll ask you. Oh, God. He just wouldn't stop talking. Oh, yes. Maybe he was amazingly nervous, but it was literally a nonstop loop of him talking. Ugh. That wouldn't have been so bad, but we went to see a movie after we grabbed a bite to eat, and even during the film... No, get out. He kept, Do not talk He kept films. murmuring to me throughout the whole thing. No. Imagine four or so hours with someone who's just talking to you with nary a pause. After a while, it just turns into a droning noise because I couldn't really interact with him in any way. I was exhausted at the end of it and really glad I had driven myself to meet up versus having uh, him pick me up at home. It didn't help that any time he or I would touch, hands brushing, walking around, or accidentally bump into each other, he would cringe visibly and move away. Like, why did he even ask me out? The world may never know. I declined his request for a second date. What if he's one of those guys that just takes girls out because he wants to see movies and doesn't like to see them alone? Like we've had one of our writers say. Maybe. And also, but if I he think wants to see movies, he wouldn't talk the whole way through, would he? It's true. A true movie, movie aficionado yeah. would not talk the whole way through. And I think that we've covered this in a previous uh, Ask Liz and Tom episode when it comes to people talking about themselves. Ask questions. Mm. Don't talk about yourself. And like, if you talk about yourself, use it. Only talk about yourself if it's a response. To a question. And like we don't do lessons learned. Give and take. But don't talk in a movie. Don't anyone. And look, unless you're both having little shared oh my god giggle moments, but if you're talking at somebody but also, you can do that as if you're at home watching the movie, but if you're in a theatre full of people... You're pissing everybody else off. Your little giggle Everybody's fest. sitting there being like, get mm. out of this movie. <laughs> That's right. We're all silently hating you. All right. I've got one to... See us home. To see us home. All right. All right. You in the bathtub. You're probably getting wrinkly yep. now. so um, Getting a bit wrinkly. You've got to get out and dry yourself off. Get ready to stare at the wall for one another hour <laughs> after right. you get out. Okay. I was just getting back into dating when I agreed to get coffee with this guy. He told me only 15 minutes in that he'd broken up with his ex because she asked to sleep without his cats in his bed. 
So, okay. Yeah. He then said, I told her that the cats were there first, so she should go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he then invited me to his apartment for dinner and told me completely seriously that his cat would let him know if he could date me or not. I had my sister text <laughs> that she needed me for something ASAP and I booked it out of there. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but, but like, yeah. on the other hand, <laughs> yeah. pets know stuff. They do. Yeah. I feel like a pet isn't a be all and end all. If my cat turns its nose up at you, then, then you know you're out. Then you're out. But if the cat starts hissing at you when you walk into the room the second that you're in there, I feel like there's there's some underlying issues that that pet may be sensing. Maybe, but is the issue that also oh, he broke up with her? He broke up with the went... other girlfriend because the other girlfriend was like, "Can we sleep without cats without in the bed?" Them. Then and he was like, no, my cats were here first. Love my cats or fuck off. So and then the new girl, he was like, my cat will decide. My cats will if decide. If you can date me. See, I've got cats figured out. <laughs> I just ignore them yeah. because I'm allergic to them. So I just completely ignore them and they get so frustrated that I'm not fawning all over them that they, they, they flock to me. I'm like the mistress of cat love. They just flock to me and try and get me to love them. And I'm like, hard to get. So is cats. I'll sit down with my cat committee and they will tell me... <laughs> my where, kitty committee! Whether, ...whether you are worthy of entering my life. I just imagine this like kitty council sitting up in like high yep. benches and you're sitting there making the case for dating <laughs> somebody. Right. I need a kitty committee right now. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up for this week. Yes, Did you want to send us home with the socials, Tom? Yes, uh, Facebook, we're there. Instagram, it's happening. Twitter... Begrudgingly, <laughs> we'll but see. we're there. <laughs> um, but the... the uh, Ghost of Boyfriends Pass uh, group on Facebook is group therapy. Group therapy. That's um that's kicking off nicely. Otherwise, write into us at ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail dot com or go to um the that's not canon website. You'll find us there. There's a form there as well. Um, otherwise, please rate, review, share, like. That's so comment. important, guys. If you if you rate, review, and subscribe, it means that other people who would like to find this podcast can find it more easily because otherwise we're pretty much drowning in a sea of other people's podcasts, which just makes me sad. That's right. I and don't like drowning, guys. Save this, me from drowning. This podcast has become a little bit important. Uh, sto- people's matter, uh, stories matter. Their emotions matter. Hearing about them, sharing about them, healing is one. Yeah. It matters. So Basically, if you've ever lot. told, I get a lot of people saying, oh, I to- this is my most recommended podcast. If you've literally ever told somebody to listen to this podcast, then you should have reviewed us by now. That's right. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, be well. Be well. Soap off, uh, dry off well. Yes. Don't <laughs> stare at the. Uh, you're just getting into this bath thing a little bit too much. <laughs> Maybe and I'll like, write in bath. all of your cute disasters to us because I love a bit of a cute disaster. They are deliciously fun, we've just found out. Yeah. Be well, everyone. <laughs>
There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off-limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.